so much for being here. This is my amazing and gorgeous wife, Jessica Lynn. How are you today? I'm blessed and grateful and excited. Your hair matches your dress and I You're love right. it. My wife is so extra. It's so <laughs> fantastic. I'm a bit extra too though. Um, so anyway, thank you for putting up with the technical difficulties we just had at the beginning. Uh, as we transition everything over to the new network, some things are lost and some things are put together. But whatever, we're going with it anyway, because really in the end, it's not all about the fancy videos that you make, which are pretty amazing, by the way. A uh, huge fan of your work. Um, but really what this is, this is about the message. And gratitude unfiltered, um, you know, in its, in its infancy, in its beginning, and how it was even created, it was about putting a spotlight on the shadow world to show people a way out of hell. And so now that I'm no longer the host and I'm doing a conversation with Joshua T. Berglund, uh, we've handed over what we we're saying is we're giving the pulpit back to the people uh, because we want to hear what God is doing in your life. And, and everyone's at a different place, but that's the thing. That's okay. And what we don't get in church is, well, the feeling that it's okay to be in a different place. But here's the thing to know for sure. That God has you where you are right now for a reason, exactly where you're at. And when people have the courage to share their truth about where they're at and what God has currently done for them, what it does is it makes the pulpit relatable. And it also opens the door for other people to go, wait a second, I can relate to that. Because how intimidating, babe, is it when you have this holier than thou guy speaking and then he's just done it all right and he doesn't have sin and <laughs> it's like ah, but if you're not there what do you do well and it's hard when you first start start following the lord or you even look into starting to figure out who god is um when you the standards are set so high where it's almost unimaginable that you can be as perfect as the man behind the pulpit that's right um, plus, all of our walks are different, and we have different stages of our walks. And to hear someone share where they are and see where they are now, make it's it's encouraging. Absolutely. So. And the one thing that we wanted to do different with our church redefined channel um, and our mission to redefine church is to open this platform up for people of any relationship with God of where you're at. Now, mind you, I believe that when you share your heart for God, Jesus has a way of speaking to you. But we did not limit this to people that were followers of Christ or anything else. We wanted people to share where they were at with God and what God is, what God means to them. Um, and why is that? 
It's because that's what we felt led to do. And with I look around and I think about the Muslim woman that took me in when I was homeless. And I think about, you know, the all of the lessons I learned from her. And again, I'm a follower of Jesus, but I have a lot of Muslim friends. I have a lot of Buddhist friends. I have a lot of Hindu friends. Our next door neighbors are Hindu. And you know what? I love them all the same. I love them as much as I would if they love Jesus or not. So we've opened this up for people who love God and we want to share your story. So you're welcome. Um, if you're interested in being a part of this, let us know. Um, so that said, I'm really excited about our guest speaker today. Uh, some people know him as Mr. Tenacity. Uh, he was also on my show, a conversation with Joshua T. Berglund, and I was just incredibly inspired and touched by his story. Um, and I wanted to give him the opportunity to share his heart uh, for what God has done for him. And when you hear his story, it's pretty miraculous. Have you you didn't get a chance I, to I see it, have you? I haven't yet. It's this will be my first time. To say that it's timely um, is an understatement. And I think you guys are going to just be really, really, really excited about this. So with that said, um, we'll be right back after this message and we'll bring Chad on. So much uh, for your patience there, and without further ado, I'm really, really honored and excited to introduce Mr. Tenacity back to the program. How you doing, man? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me. Welcome back. It's good to see you again. It feels like it's only been a couple days, but uh, really, really honored to have you back here, man. I, I'm just thankful to be here. It's, it's a blessing, and uh, I'm excited. All right, brother. Well, uh, if you don't mind, we're going to pray for you, and then we're going to set you free. Is that cool? All right. Let's do it. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity just to uh, have Chad share his heart uh, for you and what it, what you've done for him. And it's so inspiring. It's inspired me, and it's inspired so many people already who have heard his story. But those who have not, Lord, I pray that you just speak directly to their core, directly to their heart. Uh, and open up their mind for all that's possible for them, regardless of what their situation is right now. We surrender this broadcast to you and pray that this is inspiring and uplifting and moving uh, as, uh, as, as as it's meant to be. Thank you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, brother. Have fun. All right. Thank you. So, you know, as, as he already said, I was on here earlier, uh, and I was able to talk about you know, what had happened in my life. And, you know, one of the reasons that I'm in a better place today is I had to figure out that I was the one stopping me. 
uh, I had been through so many things in my life that I associated myself with those things. And so today I, I kind of want to hit on our relationship with ourselves and our mindset. Um, most of us are walking around completely miserable, living other people's expectations. We're confined by, you know, past mistakes, fears, and ultimately we begin to follow the crowd of mediocrity. We don't pursue our dreams, our passions, and we talk ourselves out of doing it each and every day. But I'm here to tell you that there's a juggernaut deep within all of us something powerful, something that needs to be unleashed that the world needs. And, you know, no matter your circumstance, no matter what's happened in your life, I promise you that this world needs you. They need to hear your voice. They need your ideas. Um, so, you know, the first thing that we have to do is, is change the way that we think. When I was younger, I grew up in a drug house. I was surrounded by violence and chaos, and I associated myself with those things. I thought that, you know, that's all I could be. That's all I could have. And it took me, you know, quite a bit of time to realize that I had to, to reassociate myself with positive things. And I would like to throw out some facts here. On average, the human brain has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day. And that is insane. 80% of those are negative. 95% of them are from the day before. So we're literally regenerating those, those thoughts that we had yesterday. Okay. So the mind, it, it's, it's a, pretty powerful, powerful thing. And if we can begin to change it, right, we can begin to mold a better tomorrow. I think that the one of the few ways to, to enact change, and again, you know, different strokes for different folks, right? I'm not saying that this is the only way to do it, but this is what's definitely helped me. And the first thing is to change our negative habits by living intentionally. So I guess what I mean by that is what is your goal, right? What is your purpose? And each day, the decisions that we make, are we, you know, making these decisions to help us, you know, get to that, that place in our life? I like to call it my North Star. Okay. Where am I going? What direction uh, does God have you, uh, you know, is drawing you? I think that there's a pool within each and each and every one of us. And unfortunately, throughout life, we've allowed, you know, whether it's people and their influence, um, you know, our friends, bad decisions that we've made, you know, keep us from really going in that direction. Okay. Um, so living intentionally is making those small conscious decisions that propel us toward those goals. It's about staying away from the things that bring zero value to our lives and take us off course. And as we make those small purposeful, you know, actions, they compound over time. All right. And they build to the bigger picture that we are pursuing. And I want you to know that, you know, the hardest thing to do is just to take the first few steps. But I'm telling you, small steps are better than nothing. 
if you stay stagnant, your situation changes zero, right? But then over 10 years, 20 years, you look back and you're actually going to live a, a life full of regret and you're going to you're going to really be in a worse situation whether you believe it or not. So even when we decide to do nothing, we are deciding to do something. So I would challenge you to begin to live a, a an intentional life, right? Wake up every day and and make intentional actions towards those goals. Ask yourself why you're doing certain things. If you're, you know, sleeping in, if you're overeating, if you're uh, you know, getting angry at certain circumstances in your life, you know, bring it back to yourself and say, yo, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I thinking like this? Why am I doing this? Why am I dragging my feet? Attack those reasons, okay? And and begin to drive forward towards toward those goals. The next thing is we have to rewire our minds and create a new mindset. Uh, as I already said, you know, 80% of our thoughts are, are negative. Okay. And, and though, you know, you probably will not be able to stop every single one of those thoughts. We, we do have the power to redirect and we have the power to uh, flood our minds. They call it a memory bank for a reason. Okay. It's a bank. We store things in there. Right. So instead of storing negative, store positive things, right? Continually thinking and, and reading and, and putting you know, uh, those positive uh, words and, and, and affirmations within our minds. So that way, when we have to make a deposit or a, a withdrawal, that's what comes out instead of those negative uh, things that, that just really perpetuate, you know, what we don't want in our life. So how do we how do we do that? Well, you know, a part of this is having to re follow the 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 roots right like if you think about your mind as a as a garden the those negative things are kind of like you know weeds and we have to pull those weeds out but we have to make sure we de-root them okay and as we de-root them just like i was telling you we have to plant them plant uh, positive things in that soil okay and as we do that okay we're going to begin to think more positive and more positive throughout time. Um, I think that a very, you know, timely story about this is my association to feeling as if I was dumb. When I was growing up, I had teachers and, and, you know, all kinds of adults telling me, Hey man, you're dumb. You're stupid. You're not gonna, you know, really amount to anything. And I really associated myself, to that that way of thinking i had to begin to challenge myself i had to begin to to prove my those, those theories wrong okay and it takes some courage but you can definitely do it and as you associate yourself to positivity to success um you're going to begin to see that in yourself and it becomes easier and easier and easier you know, the next thing that I would really encourage people to do is to change your circle. One of the things that kept me in a negative state of mind and constantly doing the wrong thing was the people I had in my life. 
I was surrounded by the negative Nancy, the people making really bad decisions that, you know, committing crimes, doing that type of thing. And look, I don't care how powerful you think you are. You will never be greater than the circle that you put yourself around. So you have to begin to elevate yourself. And, and, and to be honest, the more I wanted more out of my life and the more I desired to learn and, and grow and find that juggernaut that was within me and unleash that beast, the more I, I really separated myself from those type of people. And I, I began to, to latch on to uh, a different circle, a different group of people, people that you know, put the outcome on themselves. And this is something that, you know, was hard at first, but I'm telling you, it, it is possible. You will begin. And I, and I also am a firm believer that like attracts like. What I mean by that is as, as I begin to desire better things and I, you know, desire to be an entrepreneur, desire positivity, I begin to draw that in my life. Next thing you know, I'm meeting people and, and you know, uh, being invited to, to places and situations that are, are full of, of people that have this type of thought process. So as you begin to change your circle, right, uh, you will begin to see your entire life shift and also positioning, right? So when positioning is very key in, in this life and as you begin to elevate and you begin to reach out for uh, a higher thinking crowd, you're going to put yourself in a position to have, you know, opportunities that you never thought you could ever imagine, but you have to take action. Okay. And I know it's hard. I know that it can be very intimidating, but it's within you. I promise you it's within you. Um, the, you know, when I say the the crowd, make sure that you're you're bringing people that sharpen you, right? That encourage you, that root you on for being you. Okay. Uh, too many times we we allow people that that want to conform us to to something that we're just not. Okay, and we end up doing it because I, for whatever the reason is, right? Whether we you know feel like we need that person in our life for one reason or the other but i'm telling you what you need okay is to find your passion what you need is to to continue to drive towards your north star which is going to bring so much passion in your life and and so much uh energy and and you're going to feel so alive uh it's just a different ball game when you are on the path that that god wanted you to be on in the first place instead of what some person wanted you to be on. Um, the next thing that I would like to talk about is the hand that we're dealt. You know, I made excuses throughout my life for the cards that I was dealt. Okay. And I allowed those excuses to stop me from doing, you know, what I really wanted to do in my life. Uh, I, I allowed those things to, to tell me that I wasn't good enough, that, you know, uh, I just couldn't, I wasn't smart. I wasn't, you know, I was too old. I, 
man, I had a zillion things going through my mind of why I couldn't. Okay. And all of it is, is false. Okay. What I will say is it's not about the cards that you're dealt, but it's how you play your hand. And that's what I've learned later on in my life. Okay. I'll give you a quick story. When I, uh, went after being a sniper, I went to special operations sniper school and the attrition rate is really, really high. Now this school is a gentleman's course. So what I mean by that is nights and weekends, they allowed you to go wherever you want to go, whether it was back to your home base, you know, you could go out on the town and, and drink until you couldn't see straight, whatever you want to do, you could do it once the course was over for that day and on the weekends. So being married uh, and having two children at the time, I wanted to go back and see them on the weekends. Every single week I would come home. I had my entire unit and everyone that I knew ask me, Hey, have you failed? They didn't say, Hey man, how you, you know, you, I, I bet you're doing great. Nope. They were like, you failed, right? You failed, right? And a part of me really wanted to believe that. I wanted to say, you know, because of the cars that I was dealt, because maybe I had, uh, I was told I had learning disabilities, because I wasn't the fastest, because I wasn't, you know, this, that, or the third, that they're right, man, I'm going to fail. I'm not going to make it. But what I did was I, I allowed that to motivate me to work harder and to play the game correctly. I played my cards well. And when I did, okay, and because I decided to do that every single week, and I ended up passing, I ended up, you know, the, even the guy that, that drove me or drove with me to the course, he failed like on day one, okay? So it, though you might have had a rough life, though you might have had some really crappy cards dealt to you throughout life, it doesn't mean that's that's what defines you okay what we have to do is is take the value out of those negative things that have happened in our lives begin to extract that and then place it into the chinks in our armor and then play the game correctly it, we use that to to move wise we use that so that we don't make the same mistakes that that we have experienced in the past. I could have allowed my negative associations. I could have allowed the crowd that I was around, you know, really to define my attitude towards that sniper course. And ultimately I could have failed. They, the instructors, trust me, that's what they were there for. They were there to weed you out. But instead I listened to, to me. Okay. And you know, Here's the thing. You have to begin to put the outcome on yourself. You have to begin to to say, hey, it's all on me. And and now listen, I understand that it's hard to to do that sometimes. And I'm not saying that people that have hurt you or have done you wrong, you know, doesn't wear some some blame. But what I am saying is that we we take what we can change 
or what we could have done better and we apply that okay and we focus on that so that way as the next situation comes we are prepared we are well sharpened and that way we don't we don't face those same you know hideous experiences over and over again um so again though you might have been dealt some 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 bad cards i need you to begin to take responsibility for your tomorrow okay um begin to say what what did i do and what do i need to do better i think that you know i'll give you another another example about about being dealt some some really bad cards uh i was in two motorcycle wrecks okay within less than two years apart and one of the hardest things for me was to look at myself and say what could i have done better what could i have done differently for the longest time i didn't want to accept not one piece of responsibility because it wasn't my fault and you know technically it wasn't okay uh, the one guy he ran a red light and he hit me okay the other guy switched lanes at 65 miles an hour didn't look and whacked me okay and though those cards they were really crappy guys like they it was not fun being put in that situation but again it's not about the cards that were dealt it's about how we play them i could have sat in a recliner and cried and what would that i have gotten out of that other than not being able to walk for the rest of my life okay so instead i decided to play the cards that i was dealt but play them right play them wisely and because of that i learned how to walk without assistance okay i i am yes i i deal with some pain right but i allowed the circumstance to make me that much sharper and that much better than i was before if it wasn't for this especially for this second wreck i might not be where i am today i allowed myself to look at those things and extract the good and the and the things that i could take and and become make me better i guess right and i applied that to who i am okay i i allowed myself to to fill those chinks in the armor you know our minds and our associations to the experiences that that we have faced in life uh it's a very challenging thing and i you know especially as as men you know we have the highest suicide rate in the country we have associated ourselves with so many things that that are not really who we are okay and i'm i'm really just here to tell you that there's so much greatness on the inside of each and every one of you that it, you know the look you're still here for a reason okay and i can't tell you exactly what your reason or what your north star is but what i can tell you is that we need you we need your stories okay and i would just really encourage each and every person hearing this to you know to really begin to focus 
on what they can do with themselves. Okay, stop pointing at everyone else and saying you this, that, and the third. No, right? Point the finger at yourself and begin to focus on you. If you ever have a few minutes, stand in front of a mirror. And I want you to close your eyes and begin to think and envision everything that you want. Okay? The nice car, the job, the relationship, whatever it is. I mean, to the to de- I mean the very smallest of details. And then I want you to think about everything that's stopping you from attaining whatever that is. And then open your eyes and look directly in that mirror. And that is the person that's going to stop you. That is also the person that you need the most that's going to get you to the finish line. It's all on us. That's not an easy answer. It's not comfortable sometimes to to say, hey, you know, no matter what, it's on me. But what you're doing is you're taking the power back. You're not every time we blame the situation or the person we are giving them or that thing the power over us. As soon as we take responsibility and say, hey, what could I have done better? What, you know, we begin to to slowly take that power back. It's your life. It's your destiny. The world needs you. And I, I implore you to pursue a better mindset, to begin to take action, to change your circles, put the right people in your, in, around you, okay? Stop settling for less. You're worth so much more. You're worth uh, so much more than than that that person that is constantly downing you and telling you that you're not good enough. You're worth more. But you have to begin to believe that and see that in yourself. There's a couple things I would like to to quickly add to this and you know one of those things is envisioning your I kind of mentioned this about you know looking in the mirror. Uh many years ago I had an old green beret come and tell me that the 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 key to success was to envision the end state to see yourself finishing graduating building that thing having that relationship whatever it is but but put that in your mind's eye and make it so real that you can taste it and that every time you're tired Every time that you hurt, every time you want to turn around and say, no, I'm done. Peace out, Cub Scout. Every time. I want you to close your eyes or even if you can't close your eyes because you're driving or something. Don't do that. That's it's not smart. But begin to put yourself there again. Every chance you get, envision the end state, envision the goal, envision the North Star. You know, my, I'll give you another story real quick. When my daughter had her stroke, the doctors told us that she would never walk again. And I'm telling you, as a man, as a father, as a as a husband, I, I didn't know how to take that. That was the hardest pill I've ever swallowed in my life. But I refused to accept it. 
hear me guys i refused to accept that that was not going to be my baby's fate it was not not on my watch no 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 so what did i do i literally put that in her mind every opportunity i could probably 10 to 20 times a day i told her that she was going to walk i would help her and i'd move her legs up and down the hallways i would stand her up and allow her to throw teddy bears against the wall so that she could build strength i would cheer the progress on so she became so inundated with you know the thought of walking that she didn't see the struggle as much as she saw the end state and that is the power of envisioning where you want to be that's how powerful the mind is it we literally within i think two or maybe two and a half months she walked on her own she was talking they said she would never talk she was eating food on her own they said she would never we'd have to basically feed feed her or iv or you know uh for the rest of her life but she literally defied all of what the doctors were saying because she believed in her mind's eyes, she could see it. She could see herself walking. She knew that's where she was going to be. And so I'm telling you guys, it's not easy. Uh, it, it takes consistency. It takes doing it when it, when it's cold and it's raining and you're hurting and, and you know, everything is telling you to not do whatever it is that you're pursuing, to sleep in, not wake up at 5 a.m., whatever. But when you can put that in your mind and you can begin to see yourself there there is nothing more motivating and more powerful than that the last thing i would like to leave you with um is a, is just a last thought nelson mandela said there is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that's less than you are capable of living I encourage each and every person that hears this to go be great, to be everything that God's called you to be. And I think that if you take some of these pointers that, you know, it, it'll help you along the way and help you attain that North star. Okay. And, and, and help you along the journey. So, um, you know, I, I am very thankful for being able to be, uh, a guest on this show and to give you what, what, you know, God has kind of put on my heart, but I'm telling you, you guys are worth it. Everything that you could ever need is already within you. Just access it, develop it, sharpen it and go be great. Thank you very much. Well done, man. That was so good. I, I have like four pages of notes. Um, <laughs> and I love, I love the way that you communicated that because it's, they're like trigger words that we can remind that we can write down. So, you know, whether you're watching on the replay folks or you watch again, or you listen again, if you couldn't tell, that's one of those things that you want to write those down, put them on uh, one of those fan, those things called the post-it post notes, because there were so many just solid nuggets. A lot of wisdom, encouraging, inspiring wisdom. And I know, What's special about it to me is that I know that you've been through it. And for you to say that 
and you didn't go into all the depths of your story like you did when you were on uh, my show, which I encourage you to go watch because you'll get to understand just how serious what he's saying is. Um, because a lot of people, I think, make the mistake uh, when they hear people like you talk, they're like, well, what does he know? He doesn't know what I've been through. <laughs> Brother, you've been through it. So I that was terrific. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Very cool, man. Do you have anything you want to say? Um, I just, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for Chad and everyone else that's brave enough to come on here and, and speak up. So thank you. Yes. Well, brother, God, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh, you're no, no, you're good. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you're, an, you're a blessing and it does take courage to do this. And I, I just, it means a lot to me that you, shared your heart and you shared all of that wisdom and i just man i can't wait to see what god does in your life you you're not even he's very far from done with you and your family and uh just again so grateful for the man that you are well again thank you so much for the opportunity uh you're a blessing and uh you know you've done a lot for for my own confidence by allowing me to come come on here uh you know twice now so thank you so much all right. Well, I appreciate it. And we're rooting for you and uh, look forward to talking to you again, man. All right. Thank you. See you, brother. Mr. Tenacity. I don't know. Of course, you know, I just realized that I had the logo in his head the entire time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're going to adjust now, that. Now, now it's in my head. Here, let's just make it even. I'll cover my face with it. Um, no, no, don't do that. That was incredible. <laughs> and um, yeah. Just a true blessing. I like that. Yeah, that was awesome. I I get excited when people want to do gratitude and grace unfiltered because it it's cool to see people step out and share um, what God's done for them. So, yeah. And grace unfiltered is the female version of this. Um, not that we put one sex over another. It's not about that, but... You know, I mean, we want to elevate female speakers as well, uh, as much as we want to do men. And and here's the thing, too. The reason why we believe in this platform so much is because of what it did for us. Uh, Gratitude Unfiltered, it was born out of a meth relapse. I mean, I'm not kidding. A, a hardcore month-long relapse. And when God came to me and spoke that day and told me to put a spotlight on my shadow world, I had no idea what all was in store for it. So I know that coming on this program and sharing your heart for the Lord or sharing where you're at um, is, it, it can be a very, very powerful thing and it can really open doors for people. And that is our goal. We want to elevate your voice. So super grateful for Chad and Mr. Tenacity. And um, also really quick, I wanna uh, say this, you can find this program I'm really excited about this. This is a huge blessing. Like, it's great to be on Roku and Amazon Fire. Uh, you can find our app there. You just download the Live Mana network there. But now we have an app uh, on your app store. And it's, it's pretty. so cool. <laughs> it is really pretty. This camera is just moving all over the place now. Stupid AI. <laughs> Move. Stay still. Thank you. Okay. Look at that. Listen to me. That's all. Fancy technology. <laughs> But check us out. You can go to Google Play uh, or the App Store for iTunes, uh, whatever it's called now. I have an Android phone. I don't use that. 
but the app is really, really pretty. You'll be able to find this show and also be able to find uh, my original interview with Mr. Tenacity. It's fantastic. So check that out. Thank you again for being here and God bless you guys. Any last words, honey? We'll see you next time. All right. <laughs> so good.